It's called the Soldier Boy. You have to crank back uh, three times from left to right. Ah, uh, your your racist neighbor un, unwrapped the flag around. Goes all knotted up. Ah. Uh, yeah. He, now it's waving again. It's waving again. Which flag? The uh, the Trump one. That's the blue. The blue. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Oh, they're 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 parking. Luckily. So I was playing Pokemon Go just now, and I can't. There, there's a dark type event right now. So you're seeing like Alolan Rattatas and um, Puchiana. Yes, that's that's as close as you're gonna get to Ratatouille. Oh. No, maybe maybe Cantonian Rattatas because they look more like house rats. Is, is house rat a really thing? Like it? a building rat, I guess. Is that how you say it? Swag, bitch. That's exactly that's what I think. That fufu lame shit, I ain't with it. You remember that guy? Oh yeah. Swag, bitch. I remember him from uh, Tosh Oh goodness. He looks so weird. He had like a long neck and everything. He lost a point No, that he well, he wasn't Tosh. I know. <laughs> um, but what's it called? So they have Pugiana, they got Nuzleaf, and they also have Carvanha. Is that how you pronounce Carvana? Piranha, Carvana? I mean, it's probably Carvana. Oh. oh, that's what you were talking about. I thought you were talking yeah. about like the car thing. Oh no! Oh no! Not not Carvana. Yeah, no, I can see it. Yeah. No, so so this Pokemon Carvana, it's a piranha. It's red and blue. It's a piranha. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Well, Who's that from? Is that from Finding Nemo? Yeah! Okay. <laughs> I don't even really remember Finding Nemo excited. well. Are you okay? Yes, I got excited. <laughs> what? Finding Nemo is like one of my favorite movies. I never disliked it. it just I just so like happens. people. People just... It just so happens that uh, it was during the time that I had I had these these two friends, and um, you know how Dory always forgot Nemo's dad's uh, name. She called him Fabio at one point, and then Marlin the other. And I had these two friends who were best friends, and their names were Fabio and Marlin. <laughs> Wait, isn't his name Marlin? I guess I don't remember. I don't remember. All I know is that the movie reminds me of them, and uh, that part reminds me of them. That's cute. Yeah. These two were inseparable. Oh. Then something happened. Oh. They went separate ways. I guess they were not inseparable. Yeah. But they're very good friends. They were funny. I remember one time we had, I had a class with one of them. Um, I also had a crush on one of them. Oh. And uh, I'm talking like my sophomore year of high school. And okay. we, I think we were working on an Italian project together. And his friend was just, we used to loiter around in the library after, after school. 
and his friend is helping I mean, us. Don't say, don't say it's okay, like that. Okay, not loiter. Okay, we used to y'all like were hanging. It's not like y'all were some random kids. No, no, no. Hanging we, out at the. We used to hang out like after school in the library, like just hang out there, read magazines, read books, do homework. Okay, so you were studying and chilling. Yes. So I'm just saying, you labeling yourself a criminal. <laughs> no, 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 not a criminal. So we um. We were working on this project and his friend was helping us out. Okay. And we had him looking at pictures while we were putting everything for the Italian project together because we were the one in the Italian class. Yeah. So his friend tells him, oh, you have to go go print it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's the password? Because we need a password to print it out. Oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, it's your name. And then the guy goes, he writes his name. He goes, it's not working. What's the password? It's your name. He goes, he puts on. It's not working. What is the password? It's your Y O U R name N A M. We just stared at him like, seriously, dude. Why wouldn't you say that shit? Like that that went on for like a good five minutes, and all I can remember is just him laughing, like his ass off, because he 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 got us. He got us. I guess so. Yeah, man. I would have been so pissed. I would have been livid. I was like, like, dude neighbors man i admire them whoa like, no this one's getting sloppy like i feel like they're like slowly they're slowly making their way into the house yo <laughs> true one of them's just gonna be fucked up one night just yeah honey i'm home <laughs> did you park okay yeah yeah i'm in the house wait you're literally in the house in your the song house. is playing my song is playing yeah. What song's playing? No, just yeah. Ah! How did you see that? <laughs> Cause you picked up your phone and <laughs> it showed that. You, sorry, it showed that you were. Uh, it showed that it was still playing, basically. Oh, I like this song. Let me pause it so I can listen to it later. Yeah. Which one is this? Safaira. Yeah. Which one is that? Is that if we play, we're gonna get like? Oh no! But how does it go? Like you can, uh... you can. St- is that is that the one? Um, si tu novio no te mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. The uh, one of the one of the ultimate memes. The ultimate reaction videos. Oh my god! All those parents who were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa, <laughs> whoa, ho, all those um, all those moms giving like hard looks to their kids, like they like 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 they were gonna kill them with their mind. Yeah. Like, your kid didn't even write that. Chill. <laughs> my cousin then told my aunt, and my aunt's like, Hey, oh, your mom's... A box came in. I thought it was a Fat Fit box. Might be. Oh. Know. Maybe. Maybe that's the pack. Oh, wait, no. I didn't get a, I didn't get a text. Um, It was... uh, My aunt, she's like, Yeah, oh, I like that. And she's like, Get? When she heard it, <laughs> her eyes got so big. <laughs> And this is my wild aunt. She was not expecting that. <laughs> Just nani yare. <laughs> oh wow. Um. So yeah. Uh. Carvana, the Pokemon. Every time since I was a kid, mind you, Gen Gen three came out when I was nine, nine or ten. Yeah. So ever since then, every time I see that name, I think of Carvel ice cream, or Carvel ice cream cakes. Carvel ice cream cakes. Yeah. I've only been there once. Yeah, so I think I've only been there maybe once or twice. 
so yeah, we got to we got to briefly chatting about how we how we know this one in this area, not too far from us, <laughs> and that's the only one either of us have ever been that's to. The only one I, I I think I ever I'm gonna look it up if they're still open. Outside of that, we've only ever seen those cakes in like Publix and yeah. You know. Oh look, there's there's actually there's a couple. Oh, that's good. Oh, there's a, I see three here. Okay. Yeah, uh, so, okay, see, that top one is definitely the one. This one? No, okay, no, no. I'm sorry. When it, under maps, that top one. This one or this one? That one. Oh, that's not the one I went to. Really? What's no. the one you went to? It's on uh, this one. Oh, then maybe that's oh, the no, one. Oh, no, that's not it either. Hold on. It's this one. That one. Okay, no, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah, no, maybe. That's the one I... See, areas are confusing, especially when you're a kid. Um, and grid streets are, you know what? I'm honestly really grateful for for grid streets because it could be rural. Because they are what made me who I am today. Right? Just kidding. <laughs> Life on these streets, you know. Uh, and in the twos and sevens on the avenues, you know. Um, what's it called? And the uh, and the streets that are divisible by eight. But not always by 16. Their slogan is America's Freshest Ice Cream. Oh, okay. That's okay, I guess. There's America's America's Freshest Ice Cream? That's what it's called. Yeah, and then there's uh, the country's best yogurt. And then there's... Uh... No, wait, that's Dunkin' Donuts. Never mind, that's donuts. <laughs> What's Dairy Queen's thing? Uh, I don't know. Logan. Their slogan is Happy Tastes Good. Okay. What was that one? That's what I like about Texas? Is Dairy Queen even from Texas? I don't know. Let's find out. They are from... Let's see. Oh, yeah. In oh, Texas. Okay, so it's just a weird Texas thing. They do They do eat like a Texan. Uh, this, is T, this is DQ Country. Can you go to the top? Like the very top of the article. Top of the article. Top of the art, baby. They're from Minnesota. Oh, okay. Why is Texas trying to take over here? Because Texas, right? Just like they took over part oh, of Mexico. Oh, Warren Buffett is a key person in Dairy Queen. Why am I not surprised? Uh, he looks like he's made of ice cream. No, bad ice cream. <laughs> Like spoiled ice cream. I love your face. Your face is so funny. Like I mean, like spoiled ice cream. I mean, like he looks, he looks like a softer Dave Thomas from Dave Wendy's. Thomas. You know the old Wendy's guy. Rest in peace, Dave Thomas. Oh, he was. Uh, he endorsed and he contributed to Obama's presidential campaign. That's that very much sounds right. Yeah, see, he just didn't like McCain. He endorsed Hillary Clinton. Oh, that that sounds even more right. And he challenged Trump to release his taxes. Probably because he's just never... And... There's rich people who have never liked Trump. In reference to him, in the second presidential debate, he released his own taxes. To show how much he paid. 
He paid $1.85 million in taxes. Meanwhile, you got Trump paying what? 700 and something? Right? 750 Yeah. Well, all right, Warren Buffett. You're not, uh, you're not as terrible as some of these others. Yeah. Some of these other billionaires, but we've got our eye on you. He supports the aim of expanding health insurance coverage, but he felt that Obama's, uh, the health care reform under Obama was insufficient to deal with. I mean, Wait, it was also, he's saying it wasn't enough? It, it, huh. Yeah. Look at this guy. All right, then. Uh... Good view, a couple of good views there, but he actually said, um, "If you want the very best, I mean, if you want to spend a million dollars to prolong your life three, your life three months in a coma or something, then the U.S. is probably the best." But then he also said that other countries spend much less and receive much more in healthcare value. So I keep visit. seeing, I keep seeing these stories of like people in Iceland. Yeah, he, you know, eighty bucks. He faults the incentives of the United States medical industry. It's right. It's a fee for service. It's a okay. All right. Do, do we? We like his healthcare views, but uh, let's let, let's see him. Supported, let's see him endorse a candidate who's really about that. He supported Planned Parenthood. He's really big. He's given money. Okay. To abortion research, including four hundred twenty-seven thousand, four hundred twenty-seven million dollars to Planned Parenthood. All right. That's good. That's putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure he has a couple yeah. of bad things. I mean, I I, I don't know him much. Nor I. I'll be honest. Yeah. But um, I'm definitely. What's it called? We can look further into him. See how see who he endorsed this time around. Yeah. Because if he if he endorsed Biden during the primaries, then I mean he's still a part of the problem. Let's let's keep it real. Like I have a problem with Biden right now. On some on some real shit, can we talk about how most people on the left we weren't like, yeah, Biden. We were like, Alright, I guess it's Biden then. Yeah. Most of us like I I cannot think of anybody other than Leslie Nope. <laughs> who is like, yeah, Biden! Woo! We need Biden! No. Like, no, bro. No, I, I have a few problems with him right now. I don't like where he's at with, um, what's it called? With Palestine. That's that's an issue I have right now with him. I mean, just, I, I, I think I saw something about, like, a headline about how how he's now supporting a ceasefire. So I can't, I can't make too much comment. We can't, I can't, I can't comment too much I can't, right now. I, I think I need to do my research on this. And to be quite honest, I'm not ready to have that discussion yet. Because yeah, I feel like we need to do a bit more. I just don't like the stance he's taking. I need to I. read more as to why he's taking that stance. If there even is a reason why. Yeah, and it also, it feels weird when out of all the things that are that are really fucking with Americans' lives, that the, that the that the left and the right disagree on, that... He shared this stance with so many politicians on the right. Mm. That makes me uneasy. That this is where you intersect? Nah. Mm -mm. Nah, I don't like that. 
Yes, I just took a selfie. I look cute. Baby, you look gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> I mean it. Thank you, baby. I'm going to send them to you right now. Thank That's you. what I do. Take selfies and send them to my babe. Oh, I thought you were gonna say send them to my boo. That was gonna that was gonna be a bar. That's what I do. Send them pics to my boo. Hey. Send them selfies to my boo. Boo hoo hoo. Yes, that's you. Hey. <laughs> Where does the hoo hoo come in? Oh, hoo hoo. Ah, ah. Okay, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Ah, very nice. Okay. Wow. It takes one. Lyricist to understand another. <laughs> true poetry understands true poetry. That's right, baby. I'm a poet. Don't you know it? Oh, I do. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Can't tame us, but we shrew. I don't know, baby. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, I just I just thought of that. Like I, I'm thinking like sand shrew. I don't really know what a shrew is. So is that like a rodent. I recently shared with you, and we should let our listeners know. I recent first, like it was during the first few months that we were dating. I think that we had just, just become boyfriend and girlfriend. It was it right before that we the the screenshots I sent you of the the little line rhymings. Oh yeah, the little one line. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I think that was before we started dating. I'm not sure. At the beginning. It was, it was, yeah, it was early on. Very early on. And here we are, 748 years later. What? (laughs) Yes, for those listening, it is now the year, hold up. (laughs) It's gonna like do it. 2765. Oh gosh. Yes, it's the year 2765. We've had, uh, We've had quite a few presidents. We did have a Gilead scare. <laughs> yes, they, they were not joking about that. At the that. end of 2021. <laughs> yeah, um, luckily, luckily, it only lasted about three years. Oh, no, no. We, we don't need a Gilead scare. For we real. Not. We do not. For like, real. I'm, yeah, I'm joking. We're, aside, we're still in 2021. Fuck Gilead. We don't need that shit. All jokes aside, there is a, a, a case that the Supreme Court is going to be hearing now, I think in June... That can actually overturn Roe v. Wade. What the fuck? Yeah. Now, I haven't read in details or I don't even know if there's information as to what the article is about. But this this can be very challenging. So, for... for this, I, I, I genuinely still don't understand why a woman's body is a political issue. Or making decisions over a woman's body is a political issue. But... It's about power. It's about subjugation. It's it about it's about a, it's about these type of men's vision of what a woman should be. Yeah, it they is. see they see women just as much property, just as much as property as their as their ancestors saw um, saw black people as property. It is. It is. I went to um, to the gynecologist last week. Uh, Planned Parenthood, because you know I kept having all my other appointments canceled by private practices, mm. and. Planned Parenthood came through and I love Planned Parenthood. I, I genuinely love it. And my experience there was great. It was genuinely great. And I had a a nurse was the one who did my testing. She did my annual. And she was great. I loved her. I feel like we could probably have her as a guest on our on our podcast because she 
right off the bat she starts telling me are we gonna talk about new ideas of birth control are we gonna talk about this and then i go yeah she goes do you have insurance i was like i have insurance she's like okay good she's like because people who don't have insurance she's like do you have these men in suits trying to make decisions over a woman's body they need to all get shot (laughs) i was like i like you She's like, it's a business. It's a business. It's absolutely a business It's for them. a business. She's like, these men have never experienced a period cramp in their lives. And here they are trying to make decisions about a woman's body. She's like, it's, it's, it's. And then she compares. She's like, here, you have to go through an exam. You have to go through a consultation. You have to go through all of that. Just to get a little paper to tell you, okay, there's the birth control I want. She's like, meanwhile, you go to Latin America. She's like, you just go to the counter countertop at a pharmacy and say i want this birth control they just give it to you she's like you don't have to go through the whole hassle of a doctor and then i i I reiterated what she had told me i go it's a business so these are countries that we refer to as shithole countries yeah that's the same thing you told me yeah look at what they're doing look at look at how they're coming through for their women Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to be number one in like everything and we're like number like a hundred in a few things including this yeah so, I don't know. This is uh, this is going to be interesting. There is a fucking direct challenge to Roe v. Wade presented by apparently a ban on abortions prior to 15 weeks of pregnancy by the state of Mississippi. Of course. It's fucking Mississippi every time. But you know, 15 weeks of pregnancy. How, how many months is that? That's almost four months. I mean, there are women who don't even know they're pregnant yet. I mean, my neighbor, my neighbor came to learn she was pregnant because they kept canceling her appointment because she had cramps. I love my neighbor. I love her. She's amazing. Lupe. And she has already two daughters and she's, she's in this country. She hasn't been here long. She, she's a hard worker. You know, she's an engineer in her, in her country, her and her husband, they're both engineers over there. And in this country, you know, they've had to start from zero. So they both work, you know, he's a contractor. He does some electricity and she works, you know, on her own for, for corporation. But, um, she, um, she kept complaining about cramps every month and not her regular menstrual cramps, like cramps that were knocking her down. Like she was like in pain. She couldn't even bear to move, move at times. Like we would like, Hey, we'll check in. How are you doing? She's like, I'm in bed. She's like, I can't. Well, turns out this cramp had two legs <laughs> because she kept trying to make an appointment. I think this started like in October, November of last year. She kept trying to make appointments and they kept canceling every single time. Wow. They kept canceling. And when she finally got the appointment, it was in January. And they were like, congratulations, you're pregnant. <sighs> and congratulations, you're due like in four months. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. So... This is the problem. That is a problem. This is this is frightening. Um, and how literally the whole like the whole of the Republican Party has this has been their crusade. Like you can you can cherry pick a few exceptions, but for the most part, they've been about getting rid of a getting rid of legal access to abortions. Uh, let's see. I wanted to let it be known that. Just because these things are happening is not going to prevent abortions to happen. It's just going to lead to back alley abortions. Which is going to endanger it's far gonna, more it, women. It's going to endanger, yeah, some women might end up, you know, sterile. Some, they won't be able to have children. It's, is that the word sterile? 
Um, infertile? Probably infertile, because the, the word that I've traditionally heard is barren, and that, that just sounds creepy. That's a weird word. Barren sounds like something they would use in Gilead. That is a word they use in Gilead. But it's 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 only going to end the easy safe access to abortion. Exactly. That's what it is. Safe access. I'm trying to find some more info. Uh, let's see. So there's this transcript of a... Oh, never mind. This is a transcript of, of John Yang from, I guess... PBS discussing this with Mary Ziegler, who's a law professor from FSU. Hmm. And she wrote a book called Abortion and the Law in America. Eh, I don't know if I want to. Is go that your neighbor that. that lives there? Yeah. Yeah, they're the, yeah, they're the couple. Oh. He came earlier with his light in emergency. She's his emergency hazard lights. He just came very slowly, and he was looking around. And then he just stopped, took out a bag of leaves, I guess, from his trunk, and just put it in the garbage. And I'm like, that's weird. He did that? Yes. That's so weird. He lives there. Yeah. So then, after that, he opened his trunk, and he took out, like, one of those saw, like, the wood saws. And he went into the home, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to witness a crime. My crime junkie ass. I was like, fuck, what do I do? Do I stay still? Do I go? What do I do? And then I saw the girl. The girl was coming out of the garage and he she was giving him I think a cup of water or something. Okay. So I was like, okay, so she knows the, the murderer. So <laughs> Okay, it's a good thing to know that they're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've never seen their uh the little girl? I've seen her. I haven't seen him. Or maybe I just never really noticed. I guess I'm thinking of Oscar. Yeah, that's a car. That was a car. Okay, so he's doing some uh, pressure cleaning. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, let's see. So, the Supreme Court... This is from CNN. The Supreme Court's move on Monday to take up a case concerning Mississippi 15-week abortion ban is only expected to intensify the growing trend of state-level abortion restrictions. That's right, because... Because... Oh, and apparently activists on both sides are saying that it's going to intensify the growing trend. That's right, because wasn't it Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, he vetoed it, but then the Republican, he's a Republican too, and he's a a true conservative who he vetoed that the law because it's like, whoa, that this is us, this is us doing too much. What are we, a bunch of Democrats was, was his perspective on that. It was like, whoa. What are we? What are we? Big government? And from for somebody who sticks, you know, who's who is a is a member of the party who's supposed to traditionally be small government and um, you know, uh, personal liberty and all that stuff. Um, that I I would I would call that very consistent. Mm. The state legislature of Arkansas said. Oh the fuck well we we uh we agree on this anyway. Or enough of us agree on this. And they signed and they uh they made it happen anyway. Yeah. Um what's the other state that they're trying to do shit like this? I think I can't name any off top. Oh me either. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah. So let's see who said 
why not? Mallory Quigley said um, the the vice president of the group of the communications of the anti-abortion group Susan B. Anthony List. What? Told CNN when states might continue to advance restrictions um, that could gut that could basically gut Roe v. Wade. Activists should continue to do their jobs. It's the justice's job to you know consider legally these bills. It's the activist's job to keep having bills, keep repeating an argument, and keep fighting. Wait, what? Now. Elizabeth Nash from the Abortion Rights Research Group, Gut Make Gutmacher Institute. Those names, those two, those two um, sides should sound like they should have opposing names, but whatever. <laughs> immediate. The immediate impact is that it emboldens state legislators to pass more restrictions and bans. Uh, Absolutely. Like what? What? What are they? What? What are they really looking at? What do they really want to fucking look at? Come on, and. They literally fucking let this guy put in three justices. Three justices. Like, what, they let, um, they let Obama put what, two? Yep. And they stopped them from making, from making one, from putting one in months before an election. And they, and they got one in days before an abortion. I mean, abortion. Election. Election, yes. Days before an election. Yes. When uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body wasn't even fully cold by then. Yo. <sighs> Amy Coney barricade to justice. This is some real bullshit. This is gonna be an interesting case. I mean, I've already I'm already reading about people saying that you know if that case even goes through to overturn Roe v. Wade, there's gonna be a lot of women marches. Good. A lot of women like they're. We're not staying quiet. I, I'll myself be in, in any of, of them, of any of that I could join, because I'm sorry, my body, my choice. Straight up. My body, my choice. The same way that these fuckers are saying my body, my choice about fucking vaccines. Well, that's the same shit I feel about. How they said for a full year about masks. Yeah. So no. Nope. Oh wow. So stay I, tuned as we learn more. And like, my good, I, I don't even, I don't even know like how to. I really hope that this redistricting, like, um, really, really helps some some of these um, some of these marginalized communities, mm-hmm. because we just keep getting bunched up into like the tiniest little districts. Meanwhile, giant swaths of land. That are barely populated, but have like ten Republicans get split into two districts, and then a hundred to ten Republicans being split amongst two districts, and then a hundred Democrats bunched up into one. Come on, mm-hmm. it's a fucking. It, they're, they're they they realize that the only way they can win is by manipulating the board. Yes, baby. I agree. What are you, uh... I'm looking for a clutch. Okay. <laughs> clutch bag. Does he John Cena? Where? Oh. What's up? Okay. There's a... Apparently there's a... Either a John Cena clutch bag or a clutch bag that John Cena's people reviewed? Or... I don't know. No, it's uh, somebody that reviewed it. 
I want to see how big it is, though. I don't really care for the gold chain. It looks pretty big, right? Um, I can't say. It needs to fit my phone in there. Oh, yeah. My phone, so I have to take my work phone with me. I got two phones. (laughs) Alright, we'll join y'all back in a minute. We're going to eat. Yep. Put some sweetness in your life. Woo! So, there's a new Central Park Karen. <gasps> yep. A CP Karen. Karen CP? The, uh, what's it called? CP Karen. This Lowe? site is the, is I love the Upper West Side, though. So it's like, but this was in Central Park. So, yeah, I guess, I guess uh, just an, a, another New York Karen. I guess they don't want to, I guess New York doesn't want them called New York Karens because then it's like, no, we got to talk about the specific area that chick is from. It's all about. <laughs> all right. So let's see. So, um, so this story centers on TikToker Alana Lambert. I don't know what her TikTok tag is. I'm not going to find out. But she and her friend, Alana and her friend, we were, uh, they were vlogging a day out. And uh, what's it called? So when, when Alana's portable charger fell off of, I guess, oh yeah, they were in the, they were on the bike trail in Central Park. So when the, when, um. I guess she put her portable charger on her friend's bike or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it fell from their possession. And some other woman also... uh, I'm pretty sure she she was doing the bikes too. At least in one episode. Or one episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one episode of that Chronicle. Mm -hmm. In one one of the videos that Alana took, this woman does... uh, This woman seemed seemed to be using one of the bikes. So... This woman, she took the charger and she refused to give it back. She was demanding some kind of proof that it was theirs. Uh. Um, but, you know, they kept, they kept recording because what the fuck? Like, who, who the hell are you to demand proof that I own my thing that I spent my money on? Fuck you. So this this chick, she I don't know where her accent is from. It sounds like it could be Middle Eastern or South Asian. You know, maybe Eastern European. But she decides to call. Um, she decides to call nine one one. And she, she said she keeps saying. To the nine one one dispatcher, that she's being that that these two these two women were that Alana and her friend were touching her, they were threatening her, and they were beating her. She's on video, on video saying that she's being beaten despite um despite the video, sh- uh, you know clearly showing Alana and her friend, uh, keeping an arms di- at least an arms distance from her. Like, so, um, eventually this keeps, this keeps on going. She keeps telling the, 
you know, as long as she's on the the 911 call, she keeps saying that she's being beaten, that she's being threatened, even though we can hear and see Alana nor her friend, I believe her friend was Shikaria, making no such threats. And even being, you know, reacting appalled that this woman is blatantly lying to a 911 dispatcher. Which, I mean, I'm pretty sure these laws vary, but isn't lying to a 911 dispatcher some kind of crime? It should be. Those are... That's that's all the resources that could be actually used on an actual emergency. Exactly. Also, I find it, you haven't gotten into the cops and the horses, but I find oh, yeah. it super funny. Oh yeah. Cops and horses. So after the nine one one call, this pursuit continues because I feel I, I feel exactly where Alana was coming from. At that level, is the principal. But also, that's your charger. You know these phones. These phones they don't they don't stay alive like no like Nokia's. You need that charger. Um, And even so, it's hers, and she spent her money on it. But um, this was another thing that this chick, uh, she tried to, she demanded proof. And she, she gave away the, she gave away her own game when she, when she starts um, kind of taunting Alana, saying that, that her friend or her parent or her boyfriend must have bought the charger for her, almost as if a um you I don't I don't believe that you're the one who paid for this, so so you know maybe you don't deserve it. Like, what the fuck are you doing at that point, bitch? You're still on camera, just just being being shown to the world that you're just you're just not trying to formulate an argument here. You're just trying to be a selfish thief. You're just trying to be a thief. That's it. That. You, this is nothing but theft. And they're approached by, just like Super Elsie just mentioned, cops on horses. I guess that's how it works in Central Park. I think it's so funny. I mean, to You're be, under arrest. Get on my back. Right? <laughs> to be fair, I, I don't really want... Um, I don't really want police cruisers driving through Central Park, so I get it. I, I, I guess the horses are the best... Uh, the best that we're gonna get. Um, so what's it called? So so they're trying to defuse the situation. Um, Alana and Shakari are telling them what's going on. This other chick is giving her her account of what's going on, despite the fact that they have uh that you know they've been they've been filming her. They've been they've been recording her the entire time, and I believe posting it too, because they posted a long version of it. I see a three minute version of it, uh, be, you know, on this Daily Mail article. And um, what's it called? So, oh, okay. So it looks like. Wait a second. Is this part where no? No, let's let's go. Let's keep going. You have to prove it. I'm not saying I'm not going to give it to you. You have to prove that it's yours. Like who are you? You're not you're not the freaking loss prevention person at um at Target. Like <laughs> this is Central Park. This is a fucking park. This is um what's it called? City property or public property or it's both basically or 
Um, oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, I for <laughs> oh my goodness, I forgot this part. Tell uh, us where she You're says. So excited! I can see it in your face. Yeah. She says, uh, first, when, when she, around the time that she's telling the dispatcher they're surrounding me and they're threatening me that they're going to beat me or something. Uh, that's a big part, baby. Oh, my goodness. No, no, this is the whole part. This is when uh, Alana asks, are you a racist or something? And the Karen replies, yes, I am. I pick my race over any race. What's your problem? Your racism. I mean. You dumbass. <laughs> Let's see. So then she tells that. Oh yeah. Then then Alana verifies basically for the listen for the viewer what the fuck they just heard. <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. You haven't paid for it. Oh, at first at first she says that she's gonna break it. Then she says, "I'm gonna throw it away. You haven't paid for it. Your daddy paid for it, or maybe your sister paid for it." And and Alana replies, maybe maybe I have a very good job. Like, do not discuss with me. Do not discuss with me. Uh, oh wow. So here we go. Then she can yeah she continues spinning this tale to the cops about this about that they're threatening her and beating her allegedly. Um, and that she's not going to give it back unless they can prove that it's theirs. Um, and then the officer asks Alana if she can tell them what brand it is or any identifying marks. Um, and they reply that they've been recording it. And then, okay, so then we, then the next video we seem to see is that they have gotten the, the police have gotten the charger back. And, oh, here it goes. Wait a second. It's it's um it's talking about it. Remember that that whole the original Central Park Karen, that's mm. when the article sh- that starts to talk about her, uh. or at least kind of shows her. Were they did 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 both people in in that story have the same last name? Because apparently the dude who got the the dude who who she called the 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 Karen was someone named Aaron. I'm sorry, Amy Cooper, and the the guy who was just minding his own business. Is Christian Cooper? That's just unfortunate. <laughs> that, because what else are you supposed to think? Except, damn, this bitch in Central Park. I mean, at least she went to prison. At least she's getting arrested for that shit because, you know, her family probably owned mine. <laughs> he ha- that has to have crossed his mind at some point. <sighs> Poor guy. Um, but yeah, let's see. There were there was more because I saw in another I was looking at another article and it was showing more to the like more uh, entries to the saga which she's in in the um, police station yeah in the police station I'm assuming that she was what's it called trying to make a report yeah oh hold up so so Alana also filmed herself getting emotional as she tells her how. Her father gave her that charger before she pat before he passed from an overdose. She remembers him saying that he was gonna that she was gonna need that charger one day. Wow, yeah, I, I'd pursue that shit too. Ugh. Yo. That's heavy. And oh my goodness. I 
I'm just not confident that they're not that they're going to do anything. Because the the other article that I was looking at also shows um the tweet it it mentions the what's it called? The article no, that is an article. What it mentions is that that law, the hate crime law that Cuomo signed. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Okay. And this is the law that the that the officer at the precinct apparent according to the according to this other article I love on I love the Upper West Side. Um uh, apparently the the videos indicate that this this officer was not aware of this hate crime law. But they even share the tweet uh where Cuomo says, "I just signed into law into law nation-leading legislation that ends 50A, I'm not sure what that is, bans chokeholds, good, uh, prohibits false race-based 911 calls, and makes Attorney General the independent prosecutor in killings of of, of unarmed civilians by police. There is more to do, and New York will lead the way. This was June 12th, 2020. And it shows a picture of him uh, appearing to sign it into law with. Oh, I think that's. I think that's Al Sharpton in the background. Shout out Al Sharpton, <laughs> the good reverend. Um. So yeah, just off that, this this woman should be. This woman needs to be tried. She needs to be charged. Yeah. She, she needs was... to be charged with that new. Bill is a law. Bill law law that uh Cuomo passed, as well as attempted theft. Yes, she was straight up trying to steal that thing. Where's Forty Eight Hours when we need them? Honestly, for the movie. No, Forty Eight Hours the show. Go investigate. Based her on ass. the movie. No, Forty Eight Hours the show. It's on some show, some channel. Forty Eight Hours the show. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm inclined to believe that that's that's got to be. It's a show. Oh, it's a news. It's a news show. Okay. Is it a well, news documentary show? show. Uh, documentary slash news magazine style show. Okay, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking Forty Eight Hours the movie with um. There's a movie. Yeah, it was Eddie Murphy's uh yeah Eddie Murphy's film debut. Uh, with it, Nick Nolte. Is it supposed to be? Funny? Yeah, it was a it was a comedy. Okay, no, forty eight hours. I'm talking about is not a comedy. These are real crimes, well, I can, baby. I can see that now. Real crimes. Okay, so y'all know. And they all start with a tone, like this. Good evening. I'm Ken Brockman. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I love you. I love you. So, uh, hold up. Where is the? Here it is, yeah. See, it is a re- the Smack That video by Akon. Uh, I can't stand that song. But the uh, the video is basically a tribute to 48 Hours. So, so yeah, when I first saw the movie, um, I was like, huh, this reminds me of... Oh, that's what... Okay, that's what that was based on, I guess. <laughs> It was so. It was this. This song was popular as hell. 
Which one? Smack that. I think that song's so stupid. You're so dumb. Oh my goodness, no! I hate. I I didn't. I don't like the beat. I don't care for Akon's. I don't. I don't care for Akon in that song. I don't care for Eminem in that song. Just. Ugh. I don't like Akon's voice. I really don't. I mean, he's done some great things. Yeah. But I really don't care for his voice. <laughs> uh, remember Wildin' Out? Bacon and grilled cheese. <laughs> hey. So yeah, no, I've never, I've never seen this forty-eight hours show, but I know that this, uh, this, this Karen needs to be locked up in forty-eight hours. You feel me? Mm. Okay, I guess not. <laughs> I guess you don't feel me. I hear you. Do you feel me? I hear you. I love that. You understand me? Can you hear me? Can you feel me? All right. So, oh. Here's another thing. Is we got dark money. It well more dark money in the GOP. It's some uh, it's some fun stuff. So there's what's it called? There's a leaked video that Mother Jones, this news site, got a hold of, in which. Let's see. If, ah, here we go. So the head of this top conservative group called Heritage Action for Emerita, America, who is tied very close. I think they're just like an arm of the of the Heritage Foundation. Which, by the way, can we just talk about how the Heritage Foundation on its own is clearly a continuation of the Know Nothing Party? Uh. Like, come on. They, the, the Know Nothing Party, who called themselves the Native American Party... Because at the time, they thought Native American meant, oh, yeah, yeah, the white people who came here and, you know, set this up. Oh, Jesus. Made this civilized. You know, help the savages. Help the savages. Well, we've had to push the savages out because they wouldn't, they could, they didn't want to be helped, but, you know. You know, that, that's, that's their whole perspective. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Well, not, not funny and like, it's funny in the giveaway the game sense. But it's it's really scary because they have basically a lot of power. So I'm actually going to got a little clip here that is going to tell us at least some of what some of some of what you need to know. Iowa was the first state that we got to work in and we did it quickly and we did it quietly. Honestly, nobody noticed. At the end of the day, the bill that Governor Kemp signed and the Georgia legislature marshaled through had eight key provisions that Heritage recommended. We're working with these state legislators to make sure they have all of the information they need to draft the bills. In some cases, we actually draft them for them, or we have a sentinel on our behalf give them the model legislation so it has that grassroots, you know, from the bottom up uh, type of vibe. Yeah, the... the mm. So, like like she said, and she, they they went into Iowa. They did apparently quickly and quietly. Had who's the who's the governor of Iowa? Um, Kim Reynolds. Yeah, got in there, worked her quickly and quietly. Apparently. 
Yeah, yeah, she looks like she'll just go on, go do, sign whatever they give her. Look at that scarf. I bet that's the expensive version of some that costs what, like five bucks to make. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Republican, huh? Very much so. Yeah, she has the Karen haircut. Yep. So, uh, let's see. They like like she like you just heard her say, they draft in some cases they draft the legislation. In, in some cases, they have a sentinel give them uh, the model legislation so that it has the grassroots vibe. So they're, they're actively trying to, uh, trying to trying to make it look like the people want this. Oh my goodness. They claim they're tightening up election procedures to address unfounded concerns about fraud. Everything's fraud to them. Every. Basically, if they lose, it's fraud. There must have been some kind of fraud because we're a conservative nation. Like, shut the fuck up. Most, most vote, most registered voters vote Democrat. That's just it. And you're trying to make it harder for them. So, uh, that because you know that's the only way you can win. Um, and with all the with all the Trumps, like he really, he really set the the Republican Party up for success in this in this in this um regard trump mm. he he really sowed those seeds to make it possible for them to uh to to do what they're doing for all these states to do what they're doing Mm-mm-mm. like let's see we we're working with these state legislatures to legislators to make uh to make sure they have all the information they need we also hire state lobbyists Make sure that in these targeted states, we're we're meeting with the right people to create this echo chamber. Twenty-four million dollars over two years in Arizona, Michigan, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Nevada, Texas, and Wisconsin. All known to be swing states. Well, most of them known to be swing states. To pass and defend restrictive voter legislation. Uh, they led a call with the Susan Anthony, Susan B. Anthony list, Tea Party Patriots, Freedom Works, to coordinate these kind of efforts at the highest levels of the conservative movement. They give marching orders for the week ahead, so that we're so that they're singing from the same song sheet. Goals for that week. Uh, hold on, hold up, baby, do that voice again. Singing from the same song sheet. Uh, that's how that bitch sounds. At least that's how she sounds to me. Um, here, oh, this was it. So when they took this, when they, when they did this in Georgia, by the way, they apparently did this in Georgia. Yep. I had one message. She said when she, when she met with Governor Kemp, Governor Brian Kemp, she told him to, she urged him to quickly sign that bill. Do not wait. She said, if you wait even an hour, that he'll look weak. Mm -mm -mm. So he did it. He signed, he signed the bill. Um, and, and she called, and they called it, the foundation called it a historic voting security bill. Um, she delivered the same message to, uh, Greg Abbott, to Ron DeSantis, who, I bet Ron DeSantis, he was eager. I bet the, you you know, his, you know, his little, you know, his little stupid looking face. He was probably like, Hey, if I sign it, maybe she'll like me. 
with his stupid ass. Mm, I can't stand him. And who's the governor of Arizona? Governor of Arizona. Let me let me say it. Let me say it. Let me say it. Oh, that what an awful name. Oh yeah. Doug Douchey. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like an older version of Marco Rubio. He does. He looks like if he looks like if the pandemic had its way with Marco Rubio. <laughs> like if just that that old republic like if Marco Rubio became president, that's what he'd look like after four years. So we have to make damn sure. That's another reason to make damn sure that he is never elected president. So that what we have we have far right Uncle Buck? No. Mm-mm. And I and I hate to have to oh my goodness I hate to have to make that make that comparison too, like to have to compare the great John Candy to Doug Douchey. I know it's Doucey, but he's Doug Douchey. Um. So let's see what else. And Greg Abbott, I I'm convinced that he just wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> Every time I see that man speak, he just looks. Like, he wants to present this smile of the old guy from up. But then he opens his mouth. And it's just, it, it just sounds like pure hate. It just sounds like nothing but hate is coming out of that man's mouth. But am I wrong, though? He just seems like an angry person. <clears throat> He's bitter. He's a bitter man. I don't, I don't get it. You don't get it? Okay, I get it. But I was going to make a reference to Madison Cawthorn and... I was going to say, he doesn't seem so bitter. And people at his old college are calling him Creepy Cawthorn. Uh, I don't know if they're calling him Creepy Cawthorn, but he sure as shit's being called Creepy. And this is the same congressman, Madison Cawthorn, who's, uh, who was, who um, they used to say around his college, parents, you know, to women to not be alone with him. And... Uh, just saying, he doesn't seem as bitter as. But I hate, I hate Madison Cawthorn. Obviously, I can't stand this motherfucker. I'm not trying to, not trying to portray him as some salt of the earth. Like, um, I will say neither of them are unique though. But anyway, I was looking uh, just a little further into this article. So the Georgia law had eight key provisions that Heritage recommended. The Texas law. Uh, Let's see, 19 provisions, including uh, making it a criminal offense for election officials to give a a mail ballot request from a a, a mail ballot request form to a voter who hadn't explicitly asked for one. And would subject poll workers to criminal penalties for removing Partisan poll challengers who are accused of voter intimidation. Are you kidding me? Yeah, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything's so much bigger. Yeah, your egos are so much bigger, but so much glassier. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I'm going to read that section again. Would subject poll workers to criminal penalties... For removing partisan poll challengers. 
I don't, I'm not even entirely sure what a poll challenger is, but I don't want a partisan poll challenger. And if you're, especially if you're accused of voter intimidation, you better stay the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Shit. I'll paper cut you with this motherfucking ballot. <laughs> You'll paper cut? I'll ballot cut you. Shit. <laughs> not really, but I'm saying, you feel me? I'll... I will ballot cut you. I will, uh... I'll call Biden on your ass. <laughs> matter, matter, matter of fact... Matter of fact, no, nah, they, they ain't scared of Biden. I'll call, uh... Just scared of AOC. Yeah, that's true. I'll call AOC on your ass. They're really scared of AOC. They Get... really are. I'll call, I'll call, I'll call, I'll call Cong- um, Congresswoman Tlaib, yeah. Con- Rashida Tlaib on your ass, or, uh... Oh, I, I, think, they, I think they're real scared of Ayanna Presley and, and Ilhan Omar. Ooh. I think that's who they're really scared of. Yeah. That's funny. I ain't, go- I ain't even gonna lie. Ayanna Presley look like she'll beat somebody's ass. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not saying she looked. I'm just saying she looked ready. She looked. She looked like. I'm just ready for. I'm. I'm ready for these people just to just spend their time discriminating against me, saying I don't belong here. But if they cross that line. She's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to throw these hands. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh my goodness. My goodness. Now. So. so so what's his name? Or so so Anderson. She says that this that government. I'm sorry. That Governor Abbott will sign this quickly. Uh, and then she says she warns of corporate opposition to the bill. You know what I love? These people like really snitching on themselves. Well, yeah. This was a this was a meeting. This wasn't supposed to come out. <laughs> this was a meeting of of big money donors to the Republican Party. Uh, a meeting yeah. of big money races. Basically. Um, but she warned of corporate action of yeah corporate opposition following actions by Georgia-based companies to distance themselves from the restrictive voting bill. There, mm. she said, American Airlines, Dell, they're coming after us. We need to be ready for the next fight in Texas. Sounds to me like a Mexican broke her heart. Yo. <laughs> That's what it sounds to me. Doesn't it sound like that to you? It sounds to me like a Democrat broke her heart. Ooh. I can see it. We are proud of our work at the national level and in states across the country to promote common sense ref- common sense reforms <laughs> that make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Easier to vote and harder to cheat. Okay, so y'all going to do something about that guy who killed his wife? Yes. And then used her ballot to vote, to vote for, for Trump? Trump? Yeah. And then tried to justify it by saying she she would have voted for for Trump anyway. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, we're we're well past, like, okay, no. Like, at that level, yeah, I'd be paying attention to the voter fraud, but I'd be more focused on the fact that this nigga just killed his wife and then committed voter fraud. I'm pretty sure he killed her because she said she was voting for Biden. He, maybe something that he was just too afraid of. Something like... Oh, wow. I just, I can't. I'm trying to find the, uh, it was definitely, I'm almost certain. Oh, no, it was a, it was a Rational National video. Shout out to Rational National. <laughs> oh, shit. Rashida Tlaib got in, uh, got in Biden's face over, over Israel and Palestine. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. She, uh, I think she That's laughed. That's a hell of a picture. He looks like, he looks like he just explained, look, Honey, I meant to tell you. 
I meant to tell you that I spent our entire life savings on this. Oh my goodness. Ay, ay, ay. And I know that in, in this thumbnail, Dr. Jill has given us her back. But I just feel the, listen, listen, no, no, you don't have to yell at him. No, he's wrong. I know he's wrong. He's not listening to me either. But you don't have to yell at him. That's best case scenario. We, For all we know, she could agree. She could agree with Joe. She could agree. Ah, I don't know. So he pulled up, um, David from Rational National pulled up a bunch of other other uh, stories. By the way, even though there's basically like ten instances of voter ten instances of voter fraud, like ever basically, and only five of them have been in the last two elections, like four of those five were for Trump. Yeah, because the people who are yelling about fraud. Are the ones who are committing it. Here's another thing. Here's what they always say. Whenever they get caught, they said, well, I figured all those other guys were cheating. <laughs> he said, this was just before he said that his, that his late wife, his, the, his, his murder victim, uh, said they was going to vote for Trump anyway, according to him. No, she was voting for Biden. I'm convinced. Now, here's another thing. Remember how... You know what? We'll even get to that. We'll, we'll come back to that. Well, you can't tease me like that. No, we'll, we'll come right back. Okay. Because I just, I want to see. Here's one. Ah, Trump supporter admits to voter fraud after casting dead mother's ballot in 2020. Wow. Wow. Just utter, just utter wow. Yeah. Here's another one. We have, uh, he, he points to um, a, a headline from Newsweek about a woman who voted twice for Trump in 2016. She's still on probation. This was an article from... Yeah, so Newsweek tweeted this in November, of the, this past November. Uh, again, woman on probation for voting for Donald Trump twice in 2016. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's the left. Yeah. It is the left. What's the other one? Because there's a couple more. Ah! Delaware County, man. Where's Delaware County? Probably Pennsylvania. Um, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check this. I don't wanna I don't wanna blame Pennsylvania, even though they they're they're on some wild shit too. Um, Bruce Bartman was apparently the name of the guy in this article. Delaware County Bruce Bartman. Okay, yeah, this was this was Pennsylvania, the Marple Township. Um, and where is this? Okay. Yeah, so he's charged, he was charged with registering dead relatives to vote, um, for Trump. Perjury and unlawful voting. He said he, he told investigators that he acted in an attempt to further Trump's campaign. I, I just wonder what the hell, what the hell it clearly unhinged man with. Even so much, best, worst case scenario, one dead relative, although it says dead relatives, so at least two. I want to say no more than eight, but you never know with these weirdos. So I just wonder, let's just, let's just split the difference at five. 
What the hell does an unhinged man with five dead relatives, and I guess he sees an opportunity with those five dead relatives, what the hell does he think six, what does he think five extra votes is going to do for Trump in anywhere? Every state that anybody ever wins, at least in this era, they won by like thousands of votes. Like, just like California was won by, by Biden by thousands of, well, it was probably won by tens of thousands of votes, let's be real. Um, you know, so was Texas won by, by Trump by thousands of votes. Five was not going to do shit. So it's, it's just a matter of like, what's the point of voter fraud? Like you, you're, you're, you're just, you're just, uh, at, at some weird level in your life at that point. Like you, at the, at the level that you're doing voter fraud, you just got to kind of stop and think like, how the fuck did I get here? How did I get here? It's funny that you ask. This is a story. Right? Hey, I bet you're wondering how I got here. And then he's like about to, it's like a picture of somebody about to stuff a ballot box. Um, and there has to be one more here. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Forgot about this one. Oh, no, this might be the same one. The Trump supporter who, who was charged in Iowa for voting twice. She might be the same one as the one in Newsweek. Um, I just, uh, I could see, I could, I could absolutely see a Trump fan murdering his wife because people like that make it very clear they see women as below men. Even though they want to convince themselves and the world that they don't. Um, but yeah, this is all, this is all Trump's machinations. Remember when he said, oh, uh, send in your mail-in vote and then go vote. And if it tabulates, then your vote's in. No, my nigga, if it tabulates, you're going to jail. Like, I'm sorry, when it tabulates, because if you go and do that, it doesn't, nothing changes the, if you go and vote twice, Nothing's going to change the fact that you voted twice. Like, so, with this whole, um, wait a second. Oh, okay, there's, 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 there's more, that's right. Uh, Anderson said, goes on to say that they, they've been transparent about their plans and public with their policy recommendations. To whom? And they won't be intimidated by the left's smear campaign and cancel culture. Oh, jeez. Now, now, uh, let's see. Okay, so apparently the founder of the Heritage Foundation, Hans von Spakowski? Spakowski? Hans von Spakowski. Wazowski? Uh, yeah, right? No, Wazowski would hate him. Um, this guy is a former W um, administration official who for two decades has been the driving force be- behind policies that restrict access to the ballot. And he spoke there too. Um, he, so apparently he's briefing governors, secretaries of state, state attorney generals, um... 
state elected officials. Just what, three weeks ago, we had a call with secretaries of state. Oh, yeah. And they've been having a private briefing of the best conservative secretaries of state in the country that has so annoyed the left that they've been doing everything they can to find out what happens at the meeting. No leaks. Until now. I... What do you mean they've been doing we what do you mean the left has been doing everything they can to find out what happens like you got all that money and you're using all that money to push all those um all those fucked up policies like it's not very it's not very difficult to put together this isn't uh trigonometry over here this isn't engineering <laughs> it's frightening though they said, we are going to take the fierce fire that is in every single one of our bellies to right the wrongs of November. Why aren't they righting the wrongs of January? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, that was a perfect segue. Perfect segue. We got to hype. Perfect segue into some more bullshit that they're on. So what goes amazing <laughs> with rice? White. Oh, that, that, yeah. Um, Beans. So, if the rice is those, these fucked up bills by the heritage action people, the beans are, uh, is is a better, is chicken and rice a better metaphor? Yeah. Alright, so if the chicken was those fucked up bills, then the rice is, I'm just gonna read this headline, same, same site. (laughs) The GOP is turning the January 6th insurrection into a new lost cause. And I couldn't agree more. They're absolutely trying to make this their new lost cause. For those who don't know, the lost cause to the Confederacy is what uh, what was basically created, the narrative that was created by the Daughters of the Confederacy to... Um, you know what, now that I think about it, Daughters of the Confederacy, Sons of Jacob. Huh. It's more Gilead than I thought. So, uh, they're, they're, they spun the tale that... Because there was, of course, a lot of bitter, bitterness, a lot of acrimony after the Civil War. They spun the tale that the South was... The South cause was noble. That they were just fighting to preserve... Uh, to preserve what this great country was founded on. And to preserve states' rights and all that crap. And that... It was the the North that was hostile and that was just trying to um, impose their way of life on the unsuspecting, on the unsuspecting South. Had to get some Scarlet O'Hara vibes in there. I see that. I see that. All right. So let's, let's just, I mean, do we already mention how Trump is trying to, is trying to turn the big lie into his thing? On, t- on how the big lie is a big lie? He's a big fraud. No, how the, how, how the actual big lie is, ac- is, is the truth. But yeah, he is a big fraud. Yeah. Um, so, there was some information. Now, now um, you know, um, let me just tackle this in order. So, the article opens up with uh, describing what the insurrection was. 
that this was indeed Trump supporters and that what they were trying to do is stop the certification of the electoral votes, which, by the way, states certify their electoral votes. The House counts them. Or was it the Senate? Anyway, Congress counts them. So all 50 states had certified their electoral votes. D.C. had certified their electoral votes. It was just a matter of, um, what is it? It was just a matter of counting them, which was ceremonial. Despite the, despite all this word that, that Mike Pence actually had a choice. Even if he did, do you think he really wanted to do anything at that point? He was just like, we got two weeks left. We lost, whatever. Like, (laughs) I'm just trying to go home. Trying to I'm make trying a to, living. Trying to go home and sleep with mother. Oh god. Yeah. Just trying to go, you know, feed my pet fly. That's true. He needs to. He needs to feed the flies. How many flies died that day because he didn't get home on time? Uh, and 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 these these Trump supporters were concerned about Trump. Uh, All the flies that died. Come on, it's not cool. Those flies were diplomats. They were the entourage of our former vice president. They were diplomats. I'm just saying. They uh they had diplomatic immunity. He even named them. Um, I don't think he named the one at the debate. I, I think um I think the one at the debate they they, they probably didn't get along. I think that was a, uh, a I think that was an Antifa fly. Antifa <laughs> fly. <laughs> wow. That's one that uh, has like a little pun. Tattooed on its tiny little, uh, tiny little abdomen that says "Black Flives Matter." Yo no puedo. I can't with you, baby. I mean, it still says "lives." That is true. It just has a. It just puts an F in there. Um. So so what's going on? Um. But yeah. So this this article does thankfully go on to talk about the, it, the lost cause of the Confederacy. So he so it talks about across the country, one can find people who sincerely believe that slavery wasn't that bad, the Civil War was fought over states' rights, and had he not been murdered by a racist, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would have been a Republican today. Oh, wow. Mike Huckabee believes... It includes a link to a CNN article in which Mike Huckabee believes that MLK would be a, a Republican today? What the fuck does Mike Huckabee know about black people? Oh, Jesus. Oh, gosh. Oh, here it is. He says that MLK would be appalled by the Black Lives Matter movement. All right. Okay. Okay, guy. Are you kidding me? Nah, if, let's, let's be real with ourselves. If, if, if Martin Luther King saw this world today... I think he would spearhead the Black Lives Matter movement. Get the fuck out of here. Like I, I think so too. Oh. So let's see. Um that's a that you know what? That's a good term. American exceptionalism. Uh. That's they they say American exceptionalism requires recasting the particularly ugly parts of our past into rosier scenarios. Like uh like the like the first Thanksgiving that we were all taught about. Mm. 
the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, and just a few months after the insurrection, yeah, now they're they're actually out there saying, oh, uh, it wasn't that bad. It was just a bunch of tour guys. Who was it, that guy? Who was the one that said it was just a bunch of yeah. tourists? And um, then there's a picture of him holding the door back. Andrew Clyde. I think that's the guy. Is that the one who referred to him as Taurus? I think so. And then there's a video of him yes. actually helping. I, I am almost certain that he... Well, I, I don't remember the video, but but you could, but definitely talk about that in a sec. But I am almost certain that this is the guy who said... If you wouldn't have seen, if you wouldn't have known that was January sixth, you would have thought that was just another day. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Wow. And, and what were you saying about uh? Yeah, this is the same guy that said that it was just another day in the Capitol. But yeah. then there's videos and pictures of him actually cl- closing the door and barricading himself. Ah. Look at that. Who is it that that tried to downplay AOC's experience? Hey. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But there was like one particular chick. I can't remember. Um, we have, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Jim Jordan, right? Who said that if it was, that if it was Antifa and Black Lives Matter, then he would have been scared. But mm-hmm. because the people were just Americans who just love their country, <laughs> um, that, that, you know, he wasn't scared on that day. Okay, so before we have a before, during, and after from this Cleveland article. All right, so. Oh no, what is this? Okay, never mind, it's just disable ad block. Watch important, baby? <sighs> While we record a podcast? Look, the New York Times wants you to pay for them, to, wants you to pay to read their articles now. Um, the Washington Post wants you to, like, sign up and, and shit, like, yeah, you know, the more, the more y'all put this shit behind a paywall, the more, the more free fake, the more free fake news is gonna spread. Mm. Or am I bugging? Uh, I have to be subscribed to read this one? What the fuck? Okay. Stop doing that. What happened? It keeps opening the little, little people also search for. Uh. If I if I wanted to see that, I'd search for that shit too. Like, okay, here we go. This is from February. He said, how do you incite a riot that was already going to happen? So there he admitted it was a riot. Pipe bombs were placed near the Capitol. The FBI knew... About potential violence before the speech. Didn't the FBI try to... Oh, okay. So here, he's... Wait a second. Yeah, I'm I'm actually unsure how to... How to I'm, I'm, I'm unsure what his stance is there. But yeah, he, he, got, he got the hellfire for that. For that tweet. So, <laughs> this is not as persuasive as you think at getting us to believe that Trump was trying to avoid violence <laughs> when he told the crowd to go to the Capitol, is what somebody responded. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And again, this guy goes on, he said he later said that he would have felt safe 
or that, that he felt safe that day and that he would have felt uh, he only would have felt um, endangered if black people were there, basically. That's what that's what he's saying by saying if that was Antifa and Black Lives Matter, he's saying these are just good these are just good all American white people. They weren't gonna do anything to me. It was just now if it was now if it was those monkeys. It was just Bill with his sister wife. Right. Now if it was Tyrone, I would I would have head for the hills. I would have I would have called his probation officer. Wow, baby. That's what that's how he that's how these people talk about us. That's how these people talk about us. That's I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, fuck this Andrew Clyde guy. Fuck Jim Jordan, who knew about about wrestlers being harassed by uh by that um whatever that guy was Richard Strauss I think, who who he he knew about it. He was he was constantly being told about it. He never did shit. Mm. And now he's in Congress. And uh, talking about basically talk, talking this shit, and let's see. So Andrew says, uh, "At at um, fuck me, as one of the members who stayed in the Capitol on the House floor, uh, and with, who with other Republican colleagues helped barricade the door until almost three p.m. that day from the mob who tried to enter, I can tell you." The house floor was never breached, and it was not an insurrection. What the hell? As somebody who's going to contradict the first half of this sentence, my sentence is contradicted. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this dude? So, so um, you had you barricaded the doors for three hours for no. Oh, no, okay, for almost... They should begin around, like, one, right? Yeah. So, for at least two hours. Um, from a mob who tried to enter. And just because it just so happens that your barricade succeeded? That it wasn't an insurrection? Okay, so... So, if you get shot... If you get shot in the head, but you survive... I guess that wasn't a murder attempt because... You survived, right? Mm. So attempted murder charges should all disappear, right? Be- unless, unless the person died, right? Um, I guess, I guess you didn't audition for this team because you didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, the only auditions that we re- that really matter are the ones that made it, right? You either made it or you were never there, right? These people are these people are so fucking dumb, and they're not dumb because they're playing dumb, because they're this is just playing dumb. They they know what happened. They, of course they know what happened, but if they say what happened, it's gonna be like oh, but that's not what you said. They're trying to they're trying to just hold on to the political clout that they have, and the only way. Remember when Lindsay? Like I I think I said this last week too. Lindsey Graham called five years six years ago. Called um, called Donald Trump a race baiting religious bigot. Just a, just a couple weeks ago, within the last couple weeks, he said the party can't go on without Trump. Kiss ass. He said the party can't go on without Trump, as if Trump is is Abraham Lincoln or Ulysses Grant. Are you fucking kidding me? They're kiss ass. That's what they Super are. Super kiss ass. 
And let's see. I will forever continue uh, my theory. I get my music, please. Wait, but we gotta do that after. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My theory is that Trump has dirty shit on all of these people. That's why they're kissing his ass. On all of them? Yeah. You sure though? Like, yep. maybe on a few, but nope. They were, they were many of them were at the party with uh, Epstein, and oh. he was there, and he saw them. Oh. He got video. That's the thing is that like, how how do people keep keep ignoring that like Trump and Epstein were boys? Uh, the same way that people conveniently forget that there is a rape allegation against Trump, but they're very busy to say, oh, but Biden is a pedophile because he kissed the girl. He was his granddaughter. <laughs> Who he kissed. Because, you know, people have the bad habit of kissing people on the lips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, but he kissed the little girl. It was his granddaughter. And apparently they've always done that. Yeah, I mean. Uh, that's what y'all do, you know. But, yeah, no. It's, uh, it's a little much. So, let's see. Um, as impressive as his mind-bending argument was. Smashing windows and beating cops with flagpoles was just another day at the American Parliament. The GOP's nearly unanimous attempts to engage in this massive historical revisionism has one familiar precedent. In in, if 156 years after the Civil War, millions of people believed that Southern states were fighting for states' rights, then surely the GOP today's GOP can also convince them that they that the insurrection was just another protest. Yeah. Um, two things before we go on. Two things only. In this article. (laughs) Two things only, yeah. (laughs) So, the fact that they beat cops proves that their Blue Lives Matter shit was never anything but a convenient little thing to just say, to just drive a little fuck you to the, toward the people who, who shout Black Lives Matter. I love you. I love you and your brain. I love you and your brain. (laughs) So yeah, the, I mean, come on. How do you, how do you? Blue Lives Matter only ever comes up when people are saying Black Lives Matter. Except for like what the two or three cops who just really love that saying and started putting that on, putting stickers that say that on their cars. Other than that, it is exclu- It is primarily used to just to, to as a fuck you to Black Lives Matter. It's the, it's the, it's the more palatable white lives matter. It's the more power to palatable all lives matter. I like that word, palliative. Palatable. Oh, never mind. I don't palliative know. Palliative is, I don't well, know palliative palliative is hospice. Is. Just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. But I sure should know that, uh, yeah, this is, it's the more palatable version because it makes them look like they're on the side of law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you but again, know... they killed the cop. Yeah, but, you know, this is the GOP's whole law and order shit. But then you got Ron Death Sentence over here, who is basically... What is the word? It's not... What's the word? Like, when he's forgiving people. He's giving pardons. He's giving pardons to everyone who didn't follow the mask mandate, by the way. What? Yeah, who got fined? He's giving them pardons. Mr. Law and Order Jr. over here. Ay, ay, ay. The I same pr- guy who's criminalizing right. Who's criminalizing protests, basically. Yeah. And, and, and making it easy as hell to, to label anything a riot. Yeah. 
This man's a sick fuck. I can't stand this him. This man's a sick fuck who's deep in the pockets of of corporations. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, granted, I don't have enough information to argue this, but I would, I would definitely argue... I, I don't have enough information to argue that DeSantis is the most corrupt governor. He's up there. He has to be. He's up there. And he's easily just one of the most corrupt politicians just alive. Um, but the other thing is that as far as the Civil War goes, the states' rights shit was bullshit. And let me tell you why the states' rights was bullshit. Mm. Because, and I forgive me if I said this in a prior episode, the fugitive slave, the, 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 the Compromise of 1850, which strengthened fugitive slave laws, um, the, the whole thing... Like, the South's M.O. was for them to be able to spread slavery. It wasn't just... Like, the North wanted wanted slavery to just stop where it is. Opinions in the North were generally... Leave slavery where it is. Um, or, I mean... You could just get rid of all of it. That was that was basically how they felt, but the the majority of people were like leave slavery where it is, hmm. and in the South, opinions were leave slavery where it is or fuck it, let's expand, manifest destiny. Look, we reach all the way to the we reach all the way to the Pacific Ocean now. Let's take slavery there too. Oh God. Now, uh, slavery was not popular. The expansion of slavery was not especially popular. Outside of people who really wanted to do it. Mm. Um, so a lot of territories, you know, remember there was an old, there was an original compromise. Uh, I think it was of 1819, which forbids slavery north of the 3630 parallel. Except in Missouri, because Missouri was already a slave state. And, you know, just no more, no more slavery above that line. Which means new states... Above that line, just no. No slavery. No. Just no. No. Then Bleeding Kansas happened. Uh, the reason it was Bleeding Kansas is because the whole, all the fighting that took place there. Um, Stephen Douglas. explaining that because I was ready to ask questions. Yeah, Stephen Douglas, who was regarded basically as Lincoln's greatest political rival... Uh, before his before he, before he won the presidency. This was the guy who was all like, popular sovereignty. The people of whatever new state or new territory they vote to decide whether there's going to be slavery. Except that this dude couldn't keep track of the fact that they were cheating. There were they, they were basically stuffed ballot boxes alleging that the slave government won, even though history has found that the free government won. And Millard Fillmore didn't. I mean, granted, I think Millard Fillmore was already out of office when this when this shit started happening, but Franklin Pierce didn't do shit. James Buchanan sided with the uh, sided with the slavery government. These were both Northerners, by the way. A New Hampshire, a New Hampshireite. Is that the term? Hampshireite. A man from a guy from New Hampshire and a guy from Pennsylvania. Walk into the bar. Right. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Basically, a priest and a rabbi. 
So yeah, they um they basically, you know, they 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 won the ire of their party. Neither one of them was sought for the um for the Democratic ticket again. They were both one-term presidents. Um and consider that after the after the election of 1860 took place and Lincoln won, James Buchanan was still president like during during those last few months. Um like that's when seven of the states seceded. Huh. Yeah. That's when seven of the Confederate states seceded. I think Virginia was like the last one, but they but Lincoln was already president when Virginia uh seceded, I believe. Basically, their whole thing was they thought that Lincoln was gonna just try to abolish slavery. When when they come on, if had they been paying attention, they knew that Lincoln was moderate on slavery. They knew like he had said and, uh, you know, this is something that, that kind of, this is something that more and more people are discussing the whole, if I could, if I could, uh, end the war, if I could save the union without, without freeing any slaves, I'd do it. If I could save it without free, with free, you know, by freeing all the slaves, I'd do it. If I could, uh, you know, pick and choose or do some and some, I do that. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Uh, point is the... The Confederacy wanted a way to expand slavery throughout the country, and they were not going to stop. So this state's rights crap is bullshit because New York, New Jersey, and several other northern states by that point were like, no, for slavery. They were just firmly against it. It's not like it. that TikTok little sound, the little kid laughing. Just, no. Yeah. Yeah. They were they 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 had established no more slavery, just no more, none. It's over. Not even whoever has slaves now, they can keep them. No, every bird, everybody here is free. It's over. It's done. Mm-hmm. But the heartache lives on inside. That's right. Because <laughs> because New Jersey was there. Like the name of my heartache is Delaware. Because I don't like that Delaware still got slaves, but Delaware stuck around. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delaware, Maryland, Missouri, and... I love how you say Missouri. Because that's how some of them say it. Missouri. Missouri. And what was that fourth one? Is that something you've heard from work? I did hear it once at work, but I primarily used to hear it from my old band director, who's a, who's a native. Missouri. I believe he's a St. Louis native. Missouri. Because I just live here in Missouri. Missouri? Yeah. Yeah, he also said Miami. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I think he'd say that more comically though, because he he could he could definitely say Miami. You sure about that? Yeah, I heard him say it a bunch of times. <laughs> I I forget what that fourth one was though. It's Maryland, Delaware, West Vir- no West Virginia seceded after Kentucky. Fried chicken? Yes. No, I, I believe Kentucky Fried Chicken opened after the Civil War. <laughs> Jesus, baby. You know, today I was thinking, I was like, why isn't there a Kentucky Fried Chicken around here? I could use the bowl. <gasps> they're, they're really sparse. They're like a little more sparse than the Taco Bells, now that I think about it. They really are. Hmm. See, now I got you thinking. Yeah. Because, see, this honestly... 
just just brief aside. This reminds me of this campaign around when um, Star Wars Episode One was out. You know, I was six, so of course I was down with the you know the kids meals and the toys from the kids meals. Um, and I remember they had the they had uh, characters from they they had the toys basically spread out um, amongst. It was one, you know, the company, how this, this one company, I think it's like the Pepsi company or some crap, mm-hmm. owns Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC. And so the three planets that were relevant in that movie, Tatooine, where Anakin is from, uh, Naboo, where, uh, you know, where where Padme was ruling, and Coruscant, Coruscant? I, I never I never could remember where, how that's pronounced, I believe, but I believe it's Coruscant, where Obi-Wan is from. So, uh, I believe the Coruscant was at Pizza Hut, which was difficult for me because I I was already by that time not really eating pizza. (laughs) And Obi-Wan was my favorite character. You know, you had the Tatooine at Taco Bell, and then you had the Naboo characters at uh, at KFC. Uh... Yeah, so it was was a whole mission. I mean, granted, that that is a pretty brilliant campaign, but it it has its drawbacks, too. (laughs) Definitely has his drawbacks for a kid trying to cl- for a kid trying to collect a couple. You feel me? Ugh. Especially since the kids' meal at, at Taco Bell is a ripoff. So looking back, I could totally understand why my parents never really got it for me. That shit is a fucking ripoff. What is the kids' meal at? Uh... It's like one or two tacos and like a mm-hmm. small side or something like that. Oh no, give me a crunch wrap. Yeah, exactly. At the time, I was I was about my crunchy tacos. Baby. At this time, you're still about your crunchy tacos. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a taco in a while, but I, I mean, some I'll still I'll still fuck up some homemade crunchy tacos. You remember the ones uh for my for my twenty fifth? I those, remember those were some good tacos. I remember that was a fun day. Yeah, shout out shout out Kevin KTZ, and shout out shout out Mecca Flock of Flame. Are you making up names for them? No, I made up these names. I made up these names years ago. Oh. Well, actually, come to think of it, I didn't make up either name. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember who who gave who gave Kevin the name KTZ. Um. But I remember. I remember Mecca presenting Mecca Flock of Flame as a nickname that she had already been um, that, that 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 she had already been called by by some old friends. That's weird. No, I can see it. <laughs> weird <laughs> shout out to y'all though. that is weird i don't know what you i don't know i don't know what you uh what you why you saying that like you like you don't be around weird people like you ain't weird yourself i'm super weird why are you kicking me like my dog kicks me this That's, is how your dog kicks this you is, yeah every time we're on the phone you hear me fighting with her it's because she just randomly lays next to me and she starts doing that to my leg oh. or my arm i'm just like nudging you yeah just booty nudge it's a booty nudge yeah. on my thigh. Oh. Well, thigh nudge. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, so let's see. So, okay. So this article goes on to, to talk about the... Um, to, to really break down the myth. So first, the whole racist belief that the southern states seceded um that they were righteous and justified to secede because because they were they were trying to assert states rights 
then um ah yes then the whole the whole um the it's it's reconstruction they call reconstruction ah i see they they call the failure of reconstruction the um legitimizing the fantasy that that what's it called the south was right all along no it's just that the republican party lost its way and that it took the republican party what less than 13 years to lose its way that's what happened well i get no no 1854 so yeah uh 20 years I'll get 23 years to with 26 years I I would call 1880 a good benchmark to when they entirely lost their way because that's that's basically how uh James Garfield was able to emerge mm-hmm. and he was killed by a stalwart who 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 was certain that he he was killed by a stalwart who felt that he was owed a job so yeah, that's that's how that's how they lost their way. Mm. It was just that they so they were like, you know what? We can make a lot of money on a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with civil rights. <laughs> and I mean, come on! I mean, look between you and me, look we like we like them, but for every one of them, there's like ten of us. Yeah. At this level, it's like. It's it's almost like you're trying to it's almost like you're trying to give you're trying to give an extra a dog extra treats, like come on we won we freed them, it's all over now. <laughs> you know, racism's over. Ah, uh, I hate that mentality. Yeah, but that's that's I'm sure that's what they I'm sure that's what rich Republicans thought. Th- that that mentality the 1870s. is still around. A lot yeah, of people absolutely. are still like, absolutely. oh, racism is, is over. It doesn't exist anymore. Like, no, bitch. It's because you're white. You don't experience it. Yeah. We were, we were, like, I remember growing up and with people trying to convince me that racism was over. Mm-mm. I don't know. Uh, so let's see. Um, after the Civil War, the former Confederate states were readmitted fairly quickly. The whole 10% rule... I would have I would have bumped that shit up to an eighty percent rule. Okay, you don't y'all eighty percent of y'all don't agree to submit to say that to to agree that black people are free, equal, and that they will vote at the same you know at the same percentage that y'all do, or that 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 white people do, and that um, what you guys did was treason. Plain and simple, but. But Lincoln botched it. I I don't just blame him because the Civil War. I I mean I'm learning more and more about like attitudes during the Civil War and how how Lincoln wasn't that popular during his time. He wasn't as popular as like he is now. So let's see. Um. What's it called? Oh, isn't Gone with the Wind like a super lost cause pushing movie? I haven't seen it, but I that's what I've generally heard. I've never seen Gone with the Wind, but that's what I've heard too. Um. We never talk about uh, 
the all the lynchings, all the all the violence that I, I like I like how they say this, white vigilantes and paramilitary groups wreaked havoc. Hmm. A ban on Confederate soldier on former Confederate soldiers serving in the government was short-lived. Are you kidding me? If something like that happened today, are you, if something like that happens today, those Confederate soldiers might be executed. I'm just saying with how with how gung-ho we are about about our wars like really um people's attitudes towards wars didn't really seem to change until like at least on a large scale until about the Vietnam War. So, oh yes, and the whole thing is reconstructing oh, the myth is that reconstruction was a vindictive effort by the Northerners to punish white Southerners that black people were incapable of taking part intelligently in a democratic government, despite the fact that a lot of black people got elected to Southern states, uh, you know, congressional seats during this time, whatever. And therefore, the overthrow of Reconstruction was legitimate. This is what they're trying to do to, uh, to this. They're trying to turn, they're trying to turn this insurrection into oh it was just you know it was americans it was just it was just a protest they were just protesting what are you you don't like the right to protest no y'all don't like the right to protest especially when it's not about shit y'all when it's not about shit y'all like <laughs> you y'all just need to keep paying attention because these are things these are measures to make sure in their eyes that this country remains white and right that's how they would that, that's how they'd say it i mean they they probably would you know when they hear it in the when if they once somebody hears this on that who's on that side they're going to be like hmm, i like that white and right cuz white is right this is their this is what they're doing this is their measure to make shit like who else is um they got they they took out uh Liz Cheney from leadership they put in Elise Stefanik, who is downplaying the insurrection and siding with Trump, even though she didn't seem to care for him prior. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she she looks like the type who... She just gives me the vibes of... Like, you, you remember... Um, Remember the chick from from Dear White People, the one white girl on on pastiche, yeah, who's also Sid in in One Day at a Time, yeah. Uh, they should at least Stefanik gives me vibes of what we were supposed to think that she was like before she actually got got lines. Because we were supposed to think that she was just like a yes woman, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. That that there, there. Look at that. I was looking for a yes woman. She's. Elise Stefanik sees she's an opportunity and she's just she's flipped into a yes woman. How is that any different from Lindsey Graham? Um it's they're they're in step they say that they're in step about that they're locked in regarding opposing um Biden's agenda, which they say is a socialist agenda. Which that's that's all this guy ever says when he when he when he comes out of his shell to talk, uh Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. All he ever, all he, he just pops his head out to say, uh, we are together. We are united in this, in this, uh, opposition against Biden. You have really picked up on these people's voice. 
<laughs> I want you to use my words against me. <laughs> All right, Lindsay. We will. We're gonna continue. We're gonna. We're gonna continue. We're gonna keep doing that. Keep continuing to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there was. I feel like there was one more thing though. Ah yes, the recount in Arizona. Oh my goodness. So this recount is bullshit. Of course it is. This recount is bullshit. It's nonsense. It's. They're looking for bamboo fibers. Yes, because there is uh, bamboo fibers in the paper. That <laughs> because East Asians all use bamboo for everything, apparently. Because bamboo is like kale to, to East Asians, the way, the way that they're talking about it. The way that these people, anyway, are talking about it. Who is this people? Space ninjas, right? Space ninjas. Yeah, there's something ninjas. Is it Space Ninja? Space Ninjas recount. Cyber Ninjas. Oh, Cyber Ninja. Yeah, Space Ninjas is the theme of uh, of Ninpu Sentai Harikensha. So, let's look at this uh, USA Today fact check article. That ought to be fun. Wait, did I close the article? Did you close the article, baby? Oh, that's annoying. Why is that that random ass close sign there? <laughs> All right. So, uh, in late April, auditors began a hand recount of 2.1 million ballots in Maricopa County, which is where Phoenix is. Which is where that racist guy was. That which racist one? sheriff. Which one? The racist sheriff in Maricopa County. Which one though? Like. Oh my God! I don't know his name like that. But, like, what what did he do? He was the one who was always getting in trouble for pulling some random shit. And I think he was, like, Mexican himself. Uh, Let me look this up. So, while you get that, um, state Senate Republicans say the audit, who is overseen by a private company called Cyber Ninjas, is aimed at ensuring the integrity of Arizona's election system. No, this is not it. Despite the fact that, A, Maricopa County already audited the 2020 results and found no malfeasance, and B, Cyber Ninjas has never done this shit before. Joe Arpaio. You never heard of him? Joe He's Arpaio. an American former law enforcement officer and politician. He was a 36th sheriff of Maricopa County for 24 years, from 93 to 2017. And he lost the re-election to Democrat Paul Penzoni. He was accused of numerous types of police misconduct, including abuse of power, misuse of funds, failure to investigate sex crimes... Criminal negligence, abuse of suspects in custody, improper clearance of cases, unlawful enforcement of immigration law, and election law violations. Wait, election law violations? Yeah. Oof. He was also, because of all these complaints, a federal court monitor was appointed to oversee his office operations because of complaints of racial profiling. Where is he mm. from? I want to see. You know, sheriffs and their racial profiling. He targeted, yeah. It's like coffee. Him and his subordinates were found uh, to have unfairly targeted Hispanics in conducting traffic stops. Mm. Yeah, he's a birther movement. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay, so he loves Trump. He loves yeah. him some Trump. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, he was, investi- he was one of the ones investigating uh, the birth certificate. 
issue with Obama. Wait, this gets better. He was found in contempt to, to be contempt. He got presidential pardon. Uh, pardon. Pardon. From from Trump? Yeah. Mm. For his convictions for criminal contempt. You know, fraud. Fraud knows fraud. Absolutely does. So check this out. Okay. So we got cyber ninjas. Um, I love how they open this article on Politico. A successful ninja is unseen, unheard, stealthy. By that standard, the firm Cyber Ninjas, which Arizona Republicans chose to audit the ballots cast in the 2020 in 2020 in the Phoenix area, fits the bill. Almost no one involved in election or politics in Florida, the state where the company is headquartered, seems to have heard of it or knows anything about it. Nor do they know anything about Cyber Ninjas founder, Doug Logan who registered his firm in the southwest Florida city of Sarasota in 2014. Uh, Let's see. So Christian Ziegler, the vice chair of the Florida Republicans and a Sarasota resident, Mm -hmm. has never heard of him or or Cyber Ninjas in general. Um, Let's see. The relative anonymity is a curious anomaly. One of the in Florida, one of the biggest battlegrounds where top political players typically are familiar with companies who provide election services. Of course, they are, especially Republican politicians. They got to figure out who to butter up. Um, who do we butter up today? Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Can't believe that's not butter. In a state like Florida, a place synonymous with razor-close elections and recounts for more than two decades, Cyber Ninjas' absence of name identification and its lack of experience in election audience. Lack of experience in election audits. Let me say that again. Lack of experience in election audits. Say it louder because I don't think I heard you. stands out. Lack of experience in election audits. Now in Japanese. I don't know. Wow, baby. Baby, I don't know how to say that. I don't even know how to say that in Spanish. <laughs> No tienen suficiente evidencia para hacer auditorías para las elecciones. All right. See how much longer that is? (laughs) There's got to be a short way to do that. (sighs) And it calls into question the Arizona Republicans claim that the company is right for the controversial job of auditing uh, 2.1 million ballots cast in Maricopa County, which encompasses the Phoenix Metro. Um... Let's see. The Cyber Ninja's website does not indicate that they have experience in election audits, but instead markets it markets itself to clients who want to be protected from hackers. <laughs> and what was that? You you saw that, that that Jordan Klepper video that we were watching? They were like dead ass about they that. Were. They were. They, they were, were like, even don't offended. laugh, don't make fun. They of were us. offended by the bamboo search. They are searching for bamboo filings. Come on. We're a joke. We're such a joke. Like, exactly. This is supposed to be the number one country on earth. We keep saying we're the number one country on earth. And then we get fooled by fucking... We get... Like, imagine imagine being, like, showing up to, like, the, the bodybuilder competition with all these other countries. And then we get scared by a motherfucking shadow. <laughs> I feel bamboozled, baby. Yeah, exactly. Bamboozled. Mm-hmm. Hype. Hype. We 
We've oh had a lot of those goodness. moments today. Oh, and it's being it's being um oh I like I like what the Arizona Democrats are calling it. What? Fraud it. Fraud it. Yes, because it's being largely conducted out of the view of reporters and independent observers. That is that is a whole bunch of crap. Like this is such a transparent the only thing that's transparent about y'all about these Republicans is their effort to to make Republicans run everything. Otherwise, they're going to take their ball and go home. We don't need y'all. Nobody needs the Republican Party. Nobody needs it. I mean, to be to be quite honest, nobody needs political parties in general. Yeah. So yeah, if y'all want to take your take your ball and go home, maybe skip out of the next few elections. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. Bye. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Mm-hmm. And if it does, be sure to wipe it down. Because we don't watch the Republican germs on there. <laughs> Cooties. No, you're no, truly. We don't want your far right germs on there. That's a spirit, baby. Yeah, that kind of stupidity is contagious. It really is. This so-called dot audit is one of the last dying gasps of Trump supporters who continue to cling to the fiction that widespread fraud cost him the presidency in 2020. Will somebody um, please think of the children? That's oh, all wow. I think. Trump has repeatedly hyped up the review in written statements um, on his that little blog. also attacked Doug Ducey, whom the former president hasn't forgiven for his refusal to call the state's election results into question. Um, official reports say that, that Trump lost the state by just over 10,000 votes. Look, man, If I mean, if you ain't win, you ain't win, man. That's a lie. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. If you ain't win, you ain't win. I'm sorry. We're going to have to count these same ballots 500 million times. Yeah, but we're, 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 we, wanna, we insist on living in this world where it's like, what? Arizona? But the last four times they voted for Republicans. You know what? Let's, let's take, let's, I'm just going to look at a couple... Was Arizona... Did Arizona vote red or blue this time? They went blue. That's why That's why there's all this shit's happening. Oh. Got it. I, I now understand the madness. Yeah. So let's look at presidential elections in Arizona. Tell us, baby. Now, Arizona was the last of the contiguous 48 states to become a state. So the first election was in 1912. I like Arizona. I think it's so pretty. Yeah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna like them a little less when you find out who they who they first who their first uh, electoral you know who who won their electoral votes the first time. Who won? Woodrow Wilson. Oh yeah. Man. You know that they have a there's a they have a a little Eugene Debs beat out Taft. Incumbent Taft came in last place out of four people. In, in in this state, that is. Oh, no, he didn't come in last place. Okay, the, the Prohibition guy came in last place. But as far as people who actually mattered in this election, he came in last. Mm. Um, so, let's, basically, since 1952, Arizona has been a Republican stronghold. The only two times that they voted for Democrats since... Being, or at least in, for president, being uh, Bill Clinton the second time, 
and now Joe Biden. But other than that, they—I mean, granted—they—they they were with the—they were with the FDR dynasty, which I consider the twenty years—the twenty-year Republican control. I'm sorry, twenty-year Democratic control from uh, from the beginning of FDR's first term to the end of Truman's. The the only time that Truman was elected to his own term. Yeah, all five times they voted. They chose FDR all five times, and then Truman in forty-eight. And then they chose... So yeah, just that. Woodrow Wilson twice. And Clinton the second time. And Biden now. Other than that, every single election, they voted They voted Republican for president. Did they do a recall or a recount for Bill Clinton? For Bill Clinton? Probably not. Because Let's Trumpism see. didn't exist. Right? 96 election in Arizona. Um... No, and he only won by 30,000 votes. Well, mm-hmm. grand, I mean. But let's see. Okay, so he came close. Huh. I see what happened. Okay, so Ross Perot did pretty well in in uh in Arizona in 92. That's pretty fucking 23.79%. That's pretty damn good. For a uh, for a third party, mm-hmm. but that's only in Arizona. Basically, Clinton did I in ninety two, but he he did it in uh in ninety six. He did it. Yeah. This is the only presidential election in Arizona's history in which Maricopa County, um, voted for the candidate that lost the state. Hmm. Wait, Maricopa County liked. Um, they like Bob Dole. Mm. I, all I ever think of is Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's how that's uh, going. Basically, yeah, rem- but don't y'all remember those claims of like, oh, it, oh, that it was, it was Trump on that call with Raffensperger. He's uh. like, it's Georgia. Georgia's a red state. Like, how how could I have lost Georgia? So let's look at Georgia. Aww. He's still hurting. He is. He really is. So, um, yeah, Georgia's generally been Democratic. From during the antebellum era, af- but, but after the Democratic Party formed, they went for Democrats mostly. Martin Van Buren, no, wait, they went for... They chose the Whig in 1836, but Martin Van Buren won. They went with Harrison, and he won, and he was a Whig. Let's just start from from after uh, after Georgia was readmitted, after betraying the country. Um, let's see. They went against Grant for Horatio Seymour, who called uh, who called Grant the N word candidate. Then they went for Horace Greeley. Then Democrats for a very long time. Basically up until LBJ's re-election. That's when they were like, wait, the Democrats are for civil rights now? No. And they voted with Barry Goldwater. I mean, not all of them, obviously. But look at this. See, this right here is Fulton County where Atlanta is. 
Uh-huh. Went for LBJ. Oh. That right there is DeKalb County, where the rest of Atlanta is. Hmm. Yeah, went for uh, Barry Goldwater. Oh my goodness, no. Oh my goodness, no, baby. What? In 1968, they went with the, they went with the segregation guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, granted, he won a lot of counties, but he only won 42% of the vote, so. Damn. The segregation guy. That, George Wallace was the segregation guy. Come on. That's all he is. Then Nixon. Then Carter. Then Carter again, but Carter lost to Reagan. And then outside of that, they became Republican outside of Clinton the first time. He lost, Clinton lost uh, Georgia the second time. And then now Joe Biden. So yeah, the, the, the racism and the traditional Republicanism is just very powerful in a lot of these states. The, yeah. the Republican Party did their due diligence to really... Ingrained. Get a, a stronghold on a lot of these western states, on, or rather on some of these western states. The western states that they have anyway. Mm-hmm. Really, really just Arizona. Um, they did a really good job of like Arizona and like Kansas and Nebraska and the Dakotas of really getting in there while, uh, while racism was not really a national conversation. Because then it, be, then it just became tradition. To be for them to for most of that state to be Republican. Mm-hmm. That is fucking crazy. This this country's becoming more and more frightening, honestly. Yeah. Which is crazy because you got to consider like the more and more we learn about the past, the more we learn that whoa, shit was way more dangerous in the past. Like people, more people were definitely getting killed in broad daylight in the past. And. Um, we, we gotta save our country cause it's going it's going I guess back down the wrong path yeah it really is some of the things that we see we're seeing a lot now too and it shows that we haven't learned from our history cause literally a lot of the stuff that, that that's going on we've done before this country has done before and on a much more you know on a much sadder scale, on a scale on, you know, a lot of these events that happened, more people died, although definitely people dying today, too. <sighs> it's frightening. I, I hate to leave y'all on this negative note. We got something positive to end the show on. You have a show coming up? I do. Yeah, that's very positive. I'm very excited about this. In uh, really just a few days, next Friday. We're going to be at the Loser Lounge. So, yeah, come through, hang out, rock with your boy. You might see some uh, some music that you've never seen me perform before. Ooh. You might. That's all I can tell you. Ooh. <laughs> We're excited. Bellissimo. This is why I keep yelling out bellissimo. Nice. <laughs> what game is this? Um, Tuscany Villa. Oh, nice. And it's like, it's mostly like Candy Crush? Yeah. I gotta check that out. I've been playing City Takeover. That's my shit, Mm y'all. Check out City Takeover at the App Store. It's probably on the Google App Store, too. I don't know. But it's very fun. 
it's it's, it's pretty addictive and it could get you like it, get, it gets your blood pumping because you make one wrong move i'm just saying one wrong move can cost you the level just you know if you got to spare three dollars buy some buy no ads because that shit will that shit will pop up an ad in the middle of a level in the middle of a game that's a very good deal three dollars i mean i hope it's for like the month or something it didn't say it did not say so far you know that's the only fee i i doubt that <laughs> why i had a game that it was like 2.99 no ads unlimited oh really a year yeah oh good if it but see if, if it's for a year that that's that's defined that's a defined uh, it's a finite period of time oh well, we'll look in your app store now yeah you're funny <laughs> but yeah y'all should uh y'all should follow be sure to follow at the free show podcast follow cyrex mc at cyrex mc oh, <laughs> at cyrex mc yeah no i'm just being difficult but yeah follow uh, super underscore lc at, at underscore su- <laughs> at super underscore lc I was, gonna, I was gonna put the underscore first follow mama.lc.flan at no that's it follow at mama.lc.flan get you some uh get you get uh, like listen y'all south florida peeps i mean really y'all Dade county peeps and Broward county peeps a little bit Dude, yeah let's just yeah anyway um you need you need flan you need some sweetness in your life. I'm just saying. Yeah. And if you don't need flan, it's because you need Vani flan. <gasps> and if you don't need Vani flan, it's because you need choco flan. And if you don't need choco flan, it's because you need rum cake. I like that. I like that, baby. Hype. And if you don't need rum, yeah, because I was also mid, like mid thought. If you don't need uh, rum cake, it's because you need uh, fried flan bits. Uh-huh. Fried flan bites. Bites. Yes. And now flan we have bites. tiramisu. That's right. I need to get you some Mama Elsie tiramisu. Made by Super Elsie. It's super. Tiramisu. <laughs> super tiramisu. Yeah. We appreciate y'all listening, and we appreciate y'all uh, having patience while we read through articles, basically. Because we only have so much of the info. I think it's because we, we come to the episodes with one topic in mind. And then we go into un- other things. And then we have a conversation in the, the during the episode. So we tend to start looking more. It's, it's also the fact that I know for a fact I'm not going to retain a lot of the facts that I find in these articles. And I know I'm not. It's, it's also a little less engaging. Like making notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at least y'all get to hear me find the y'all get to hear us find the sources, which is what I like about about some of the news videos that I watch is like that they put their source in there. Yeah, I so, like that. So I can find I can look at that source, I can read that, then I can look up another source and see how that intersects, and then see how see then and then then if if none of those sources have been CNN or Fox News, add in where CNN and Fox News are, because. If Fox News is against it, it's probably because it's true. If CNN is for it, it's probably because it's only it's probably because it's partially true. Mm-hmm. But if CNN's against it, just keep double checking because it it might because if if CNN's against it but it's a good thing, it's because it, it hurts corporate Democrats. Mm. And what aren't they the corporate news network? No, I'm pretty sure they're cable news network. Anyway, 
We appreciate y'all listening. Got me on the speaker. 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 What as we go live with the freak show jam? What as we go live with the freak show jam?